0: Arriving in divorce and beyond means not having to worry about the safety of your children when it comes to co-parenting. With alcohol abuse on the rise, many co-parents are turning to the system committed to providing proof, protection, and peace of mind. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. Soberlink's real-time alerts facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With SoberLink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Pull back the curtain on the mysteries of parenting time and trust the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology to keep you informed and your kids safe and secure. To download the resource I created with Soberlink, Divorce and Addiction, A Guide to Move Forward, visit www.soberlink.com backslash Susan.
1: Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast
2: there's nothing that you're doing that's wrong that's making it happen and that's what we think right well if you didn't do x then i wouldn't have to do y you could do x you could do l you could do q it doesn't matter he's still going to do y
0: hello and welcome to the divorce and beyond podcast i'm susan guthrie your host Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host and listeners. Very special treat for you today. I am joined by the one, the only Kate Anthony, our absolute favorite. She is joining me as one of the co-founders of the Divorce Coalition. You've been hearing me talk about it all week you all know Kate. Kate is the host of the number one divorce podcast in the world, The Divorce Survival Guide. And if you don't know this yet, please pay attention. Kate is also the author of The D Word. I'm holding it up, but you there is no video of this, so you won't be able to see it, but I will post a picture. It's in my Instagram feed, and on the website, everybody. But it's called The D Word, Making the Ultimate Decision About Your Marriage. The book is coming out at the end of December. We have all kinds of fun things planned, including an entire episode dedicated to the book. But today, Kate is here as my last guest for October, which we've been talking about all month, is Uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I asked Kate to be my last guest because I wanted to have this conversation with her and because her particular insights um, and her thoughts on this topic are something that resonate with me so deeply and personally that I wanted the two of us to have a conversation to share with you because Kate is especially dedicated to helping women in this particular area when they find themselves here for a lot of different reasons and so we're going to talk about kate's journey as a coach as a divorce professional and as a domestic violence advocate and i don't know if she actually identifies herself as an advocate but she is oh, yeah. yeah she oh, yeah. definitely is <laughs> um yeah. so
2: kate thank you for coming Thank you for having me as always. I love and adore you and I uh, welcome any opportunity to talk to you and to talk about this topic, which is not fun, but really important.
0: Well, you and I were just talking before we got rolling here and the episodes this month have been some of the most downloaded episodes that I've had in the three years the podcast has been out. And as heartening as it is that domestic violence awareness month is resonating and these topics are resonating, it's actually sad as well that we are continuing to have this message need to go out. And you said the same thing about Divorce Survival Guide.
2: Yep, absolutely. All Everything that I do about abuse, domestic violence always is uh, sadly the most listened to of, of the episodes that I do and it's why I continue to talk about it because clearly we are uh, you know there are a lot of people out there who need this information I was just with somebody that I know just and she didn't know what I did like we had recently met and when I told her what I did she went and listened to a bunch of my podcast episodes. And then that was like two or three weeks ago. And I saw her today and she said, I listened to all of your podcast episodes and now I understand what's happening in my marriage. And I just had like a come to Jesus uh, with my husband and I'm pretty much ready to walk out the door. And she's being severely financially abused, severely. And she she didn't know that it was wrong. She didn't understand, you know, and suddenly she's like, oh, I'm not crazy. Oh, it's not me oh, this is actually wrong. And I think so many people are desperate to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're just desperate to feel like they're not crazy.
0: They're not crazy. This falls into a category and and maybe by realizing that it can help move forward because so many people who are caught in the cycle of domestic abuse, domestic violence, whether it be financial, physical, verbal, coercive control, whatever the many, many, many different facets of this abuse cycle are, it's it's a repetitive cycle that just goes on and on and on and repeats itself. And the only way to start moving, maybe hopefully to get out of it is, is that realization and awareness that so many people struggle with.
2: That's right. And it's education, right? It's, and you know, what this woman said to me was, she said, you know, I was listening to your podcast and, and you said on your podcast that when you were going through this, people weren't talking about it, there was no name for it. And she said, I just felt so bad for you, that you didn't have a you to listen to. And because, you know, there were no podcasts at the time, there was no Instagram at the time. And I didn't know. I didn't understand. And I just thought it was me. And I thought I was crazy. And I thought that I could fix it. Yeah. I thought I could do something. And, you know, what you learn when you learn about it and when you become more educated in it is that you learn that it's actually there's nothing you can do to change it. Yeah. There's nothing that you're doing that's wrong, that's making it happen. And that's what we think right? Well, if you didn't do X, then I wouldn't have to do Y. You could do X, you could do L, you could do Q. It doesn't matter. He's still going to do Y. That is the hard part. And, and you've said the word or
0: the words that I, I really wanted to sort of hone in on for this podcast, because I think that the not knowing, the not understanding the cycle, people think, well, we as lay people we as as you know someone living through abuse or or experiencing abuse well how would we know it's not something that people talk about we're learning it from your podcast mm-hmm. Susan but people think that anyone in the diver- divorce space the divorce coaches divorce attorneys divorce professionals the yeah. judges who they think that we know everything about it and in fact one of the things i really wanted to highlight here today is how little training and education go on in all of these fields about this really, really pervasive and important topic. And it's something that you personally
2: have experienced, right? Oh, absolutely. And I see it with my clients all the time. You know, they'll, I think, first of all, it's not just how little training their people have, it's how little is required. Yes. In family law, family court judges, there's there's no requirement for additional training in domestic violence, and as you said, like the amount that's in their legal training is like what? How? What is it? What? It's like it, it varies. Maybe like yeah. 20- <laughs> it varies by right?
0: state, and some states uh-huh. are more progressive and have more. Both initial training for say judges or attorneys or mediators or professionals. Other states have, you know, a nominal amount. And, and the idea is I want people to, to realize that there's, there's no magic lens that we get as divorce professionals. You went through the uh, mm-hmm. a certified divorce coaching, right? You went through a divorce coaching. I'm assuming they probably touched on the topic in your training at some point about domestic violence
2: well i mean i am a certified high conflict divorce coach now um i just completed tina swithin's uh high conflict divorce coaching training program because and it was phenomenal and that was really all about (laughs) domestic violence because that's what high conflict really is i didn't go through divorce coach training initially, because it didn't exist, right? I've been doing this longer than that. So the training has been around, right, exactly. So I never did that. And I don't know if they touch on this at all in that. But I will tell you that as I was going along in my business, I never, I never set out for this to be my specialty, or an area that I, you know, am, am an expert or certified in but what i found over the years was that more and more people were experiencing it and that eventually i kept saying well i don't know enough about domestic violence so i don't i can't make the my, the right recommendations here but you know this is depth what your experience is definitely abuse i knew that i knew enough to be able to identify it beyond also you know one of the things that really bothers me is that even on you Know the hotline.org, which is one of the best, you know, websites for people learning about abuse, they still define verbal and emotional abuse in these very overt ways. Like, if he tells you you're nothing and you're a piece of shit, or if he tells you that you'll be nothing without him, and it's like most people wouldn't, I mean, they might say that, but most people are much more covert than that. Oh, yeah, right, and so you know they're just not most people are smart enough to not say something like that <laughs> I right. Guess, right it's easier to abuse someone if you're if you're subtle with
0: your abuse right if you're manipulative with your abuse
2: that's right and it's actually a lot more damaging oh yes so i didn't set out to sort of be an expert in this but then eventually i was like i'm seeing this too much i can't I can't not get training in this. And so I went and I got for a full 40 hours and I got certified in the state of California as a domestic violence victims advocate. I call myself a victim's advocate because when you say, I'm, my mother pointed out, I was like, I'm in my, my domestic violence advocacy training program. And she was like, are you advocating for domestic violence? <laughs> so we call ourselves domestic violence advocates, but I think my mother had a point, which right. is that, we're actually the advocate for the victim, right? for the violence. It's like when
0: someone called me once a divorce influencer and I'm like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just not sure that's the title I want after my name.
2: That's right. That's right. I'm not, I'm not influencing people to get divorced. Divorced. Yeah. I'm just talking about it.
0: I, I really want to hone in on something you just said there. You took, hello, ladies and gentlemen, I want everyone to hear this. Kate went and took a 40 hour domestic violence victims advocacy training course, and then went further on to get certified by the state of California as a domestic violence victims advocate. So that is training that a very small percent of people in our field have gone and been able to get. Now, there's a variety of reasons out there. One is awareness. I don't know that a lot of divorce professionals even know that 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 depth of training is available. So that's one thing I hope to change with this episode for those colleagues out there who are listening. I'm going to be signing up for it. I hope all of us will be signing up for it. I think the more of us that take it, the more that will continue to take it. But you have told me in the past that the need is what drove you. You you didn't want to have to keep saying to people, you need to go find someone else to help you.
2: Right. I didn't want to say... Like, I need you to, you know, you need to call. Yeah, you need to call somebody else. I can't I can't support you because eventually, like, I'm going to have to support you. So let me get this figured out. Yeah. And I did. And that's what I did, because I felt like we had to. And it baffles me that family court judges don't do the same thing. Um, I think there are a lot of reasons for it. And and it's sort of a catch 22. Right. I don't think that family enough family court judges realize that what's before them in the courtroom is domestic violence like there's you know the idea of high conflict it's usually one person that's driving the conflict right and if they look at the person who's driving the conflict they might reveal a pattern if they look and if they sort of look at who's reacting to the conflict or who's terrified or who's you know quote hysterical You might also find that, you know, look underneath the hood, you're going to find the victim. But without the understanding and the training in this, they don't look for that. They just think that this is two people who need to, you know, figure out how to communicate better or get along better or whatever.
0: Manage their emotions better, whatever these things
2: might be, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's just, that's not, that's not it, right? Like, that's not what this is. And so it's very upsetting to me that family court, and th- that they don't decide that this is something that they really want and need. And I also think that because often it's a rotation, right, and they've probably just come off of like, you know, uh, being a probate judge or right, something, or right?
0: Like. A- a right, personal whatever, injury,
2: civil suit judge, right, contracts, exactly. actions. Yeah. It kind of baffles me, right? That this is a rotation, that judgeships are rotations in this right. way, because how how can you affect it? Like, as a lawyer, you have to choose a specialty.
0: Well, no, not right? really. Not necessarily. There are to, right. some states won't let you. But yes, California does. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. yeah. Some states okay. don't
0: recognize so,
2: specialties. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, how are you supposed to, um, like, how, how are you supposed to know everything? <laughs> and,
0: and, and you can't. And that's, you know, it's a really good point. One little, here's a little tidbit for my listeners. Most of the family court judges that I know and have known, you know, I've known many over the years, they don't yeah. want to be sitting family. They don't want, they, right. they do everything they can to get cycled off because sure. it's so difficult, because it's so heartbreaking. And part of the problem, because I think something that you said here, I just wanna highlight is judges are hampered when it comes to this topic and, and many topics, but because mm-hmm. they are only permitted under the law to consider the evidence, legally defined right. evidence, that's yes. brought before them in the courtroom as put forth by the parties and their counsel. So the judge doesn't get to go diving underneath looking for recognizing what it is. They, he or she can only look at the evidence that's brought to them. I would say part of the problem is my colleagues, the family law attorneys, which by the way, many of the judges were family law attorneys beforehand. But We really need to get the family bar, yes, educated, and we need more experts who understand this and who can testify in a courtroom about it. Uh And the problem with that is, it costs money to bring in the experts. That's right.
2: That's right. Uh, And by the way, I know a lot of experts who would do it willingly and for no money, If the ABA would like host them, would, would like, I do. I know a lot of people who are so dedicated to family court reform that they will, they would do anything to get before the attorneys and get them to understand the dynamics at play and have, get them educated in this. And one of the other things, you know, one of the things that we uh, learned in Tina's course, which I thought was so brilliant was effective documentation for the victim right because that's it's evidence. when you documentation evidence. is evidence right. right that's when you said that that we have to bring you know evidence to court the documenting of your abuse is so important and it's so hard when you are in trauma yeah and you are your brain is scattered and you don't know how to like you can barely like tie your shoes in the morning but it's one of the most important things that you can do is effective documentation. Tina Swithin has a course. I'll send you a link to it to put it in the show notes. It's yes. An amazing documentation course. It is like 125 bucks. It's worth every penny. One of the things I will tell you, uh, just a couple of the tricks, but I would, I think you should need to do the course. One of the things, uh, that she says is to, you know, get a separate email address and email yourself every time something happens, email it to yourself so that it has a, with an email, it has a timestamp. I know a lot of people who keep incidents in their notes app on their phone, but every single time you add a note, it re-timestamps the note. So you don't have a running record of on Wednesday, this happened, on next Tuesday, that happened, right? And so for effective documentation and evidence, you do need a timestamp. And then, you know, you can keep a Dropbox, keep Dropbox folders with screenshots, with, you know, paper, whatever it is, um, scans of documents um, you know, audio recordings, if they're legal in your state, video recordings and keep them all in Dropboxes in categories right right this is evidence of you know this is a screenshot of a, of a text exchange or from our family wizard and like all of the ways in which this person has been uh not co-parenting right there these are his uh, you know my attempts at effective co-parenting and his attempt to thwart it these are you know times when he was abusing me these are times when he was you know uh not showing up for for custody exciting sure for parenting time okay. things like that so categorizing and then you can ha- then you have a cover page which has each of the categories and then has some a list of maybe four, 3 to 5 things with hey here's the link to the dropbox folder with a lot more evidence if you need it right so there's you're really just giving the judge like a cover sheet with like oh th- this is the evidence and these are the links <laughs> to right. all of to the more evidence should you need it it's a really effective way to do it that won't overwhelm you. For our case, the case that we have in our family, I when I learned this, I was like, God, we totally should have been doing this from day one because we've got now 12 years worth of stuff that we can't even track in our brains.
0: You'll never remember you know? it all, right? And, no, and all the never. little different incidents. And by the way, I just want to point out, you would never – put twelve years of evidence in front of a judge and expect that a judge is going to assimilate those twelve years. Nope. But nope. when it's properly pulled together like that, I love that it's called the effective documentation training.
2: Well oh, that's what I that's what I called it. Oh
0: well I, I, know,
2: I it's actually it. because <laughs>
0: documentation is one thing but effective documentation as you've just described it right with things like date stamps where it's categorized where you know all of that that's actually what makes it effective and that's what i think is really hard for a lot of people to understand they think that you know you come into a courtroom you go blah to the judge and just like put it all out there and the judge is going to pick through pick out the important stuff And understand what is happening here with some magic like discerning tool that they have know who's telling the truth and who's not. Um, And that's not how it works in a courtroom. So no, the client understanding and the attorney having the ability to effectively use that information is so important. Listeners, as October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I wanted to make sure that you know that we have created the Divorce Coalition to promote awareness of both domestic violence and domestic violence recovery. We are here to inspire healing and change. We are the voice of many. The Divorce Coalition is made up of all your favorite podcasters, bloggers, influencers, and more, and we join together to raise awareness and provide information and resources to fight the epidemic of domestic abuse in our world. Founded by Beverly Price of Her Empowered Divorce, Kate Anthony of The Divorce Survival Guide, and me, Susan Guthrie, we have gathered together our friends and colleagues amplify our voices to reach as many people as possible. So I encourage you to visit the coalition webpage at www.divorcecoalition.com to find resources, including the many podcast episodes and blog articles that are on topic from all our members, as well as many other ways to help donate and find assistance. Together, we can make a difference and we can let domestic violence survivors know that they are not alone. So go to www.divorcecoalition.com and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at Divorce Coalition page.
1: Are you thinking about divorce, struggling in the middle of it, or unhappy with life after? Do you ever find yourself feeling angry, overwhelmed, confused, lonely, or sad? Well, that's completely normal, but there's good news. You are not alone. I've been there, and help is available. I'm Beverly Price, host of the Her Empowered Divorce podcast, and with my 30-plus years of divorce coaching experience, I help women navigate divorce and build more fulfilling lives after. Every week on my podcast, I feature industry-leading guests who share their experience and provide actionable tips. I offer valuable insights and empowering strategies that will help you regain your confidence and create the life you deserve, just like I did in my divorce. So join me every Wednesday morning as we release a new episode of the Her Empower Divorce podcast at HerEmpowerDivorce.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And on Mondays, listen to Susan Guthrie on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Together, we bring you guidance and information from the legal to financial to emotional to parenting. It helps you gain even more knowledge than from just my podcast alone. Empower yourself by subscribing today to both the Her Empowered Divorce and the Divorce and Beyond podcasts. Stand tall. Remember, information is power, so never miss an episode.
0: Stay tuned for more from Kate Anthony, host of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast and author of the soon to be released book, The D Word Making the Ultimate Decision About Your Marriage as she shares more about her journey to becoming a domestic violence victims advocate.
2: The documenting of your abuse is so important. And it's so hard when you are in trauma, your brain is scattered and you don't know how to, like you can barely like tie your shoes in the morning, but it's one of the most important things that you can do is effective documentation.
0: If you are enjoying this episode, be sure to check out last week's show featuring Amy Pitbull Palacco. She's called a pitbull because she is an amazing award-winning investigative journalist and freedom coach who helps me bust the top five myths about domestic violence. We need to share the truth in order to let the light in, so please tune in to this episode.
2: It's ignorant to say to someone, well, he didn't you know, hurt you, or I don't see that you're injured, right? I think the more we tell these stories, the more people realize, oh, wow, that could be me, or actually, it is me right now.
1: And now we return to today's show.
2: What's so important to remember, and you just sort of touched on this, is that when you get two people in front of a judge, you have to remember that the judge doesn't know who to believe. They're not picking sides. They just see two people in front of them that are fighting. And while you're like, but it's obvious that he, you know, it's not. It's not obvious to the judge. And also, the more you're trying to get the judge to see, the less likely the judge is to actually be sympathetic to your plight. It's a sad fact, but, you know, the family court system is... Biased against women and so we have to go into it with a presentation and much more calm and much more sort of clinically than perhaps we feel or we feel we should have to but but this is why it's so important to have your an attorney who understands the you know domestic violence and understands the, you know how, how to present in court right all of this stuff you you need and you need a coach you need somebody who is an advocate you need somebody who actually understands this but you also need an attorney who knows how to pull it all together for you for the most effective presentation in court
0: yeah that and that effectiveness is is the key right it's it goes back to what we've yeah. talked about so many times right you need a team unfortunately if you are a victim of abuse the need for the team is probably even greater than uh-huh. in your, uh, what do I call it, an average run-of-the-mill divorce, one without domestic violence right. or abuse. Yeah. But you know, when right. you have yeah. that, you, know, you are dealing with even more than just the finances and the parenting time. You are now dealing with your trauma and being re-traumatized through the process because frankly, the process is going to continue to traumatize you. You just described, you know, effectively, I think just how difficult this process is. And so you mentioned you need a coach. Now, this is one of the things I I wanted to make clear to people that there are people like you who have gotten not you know, divorce, you know, I love me my divorce coaches. I mean, I love divorce coaches, but a divorce coach or a coach who has that additional training in supporting a domestic abuse survivor is a very different thing, And yes, you know, you've taken that training, you've gotten the certification.
2: How would you describe the difference? Oh, gosh, I mean, I, I actually don't think I could effectively do my job without really understanding all of this, because, you know, understanding the mind of the abuser is really important, because I can predict for my clients. What's going to happen next? Because by the way, like they all work from the, from a very similar playbook. If you don't know what the playbook is, you must read Lundy Bancroft's book. Why does he do that? It is the Bible for understanding why he does that. You need somebody, you know, I could not effectively guide and support my clients. Uh, without being able to predict for them, like, Hey, listen, so you're going to have this conversation. This is probably how this is going to go. If it goes this way, this is, this is the next course of action. Um, if it goes this way, this is what we, this is our, you know, plan B. You're going to need to bring this information, specific information to your attorney. I help my clients with what, you know, they don't know what to ask their attorneys. They have no idea what, what questions to even ask. I can't tell you the number of people. This is another thing I want divorce uh, divorce attorneys, family law attorney, attorneys to understand is that I want I don't understand why every family law attorney doesn't have a packet to give to their clients that says, this is how it works in our state. This is what you can expect. First, we're going to submit this filing. It's going to require you to do this. Then we're going to submit this. Then we're going to ask the other you know, opposing counsel for this, your soon-to-be ex will, you know, be required to do this. Then we file this, and people don't understand how it works, right? Uh, so many of my clients are like, "I don't know," and I'm like, "Well, did your attorney like t- walk you through this?" They're like, "No, I don't know what's happening. I have no idea what's happening." And family law attorneys really, I think, need to be a lot better at recognizing that. Every, for every single one of their clients, almost every single one of their clients, this is their first time at the rodeo. They don't, this is their first time going through this. Even if they've gone through it before, it's probably different and it might be in a different state. It, you know, it's a different person. And so I can help my clients with what are the questions you need to ask? I help my clients with documentation. Okay. This is like, this is this, now this is the system we're going to set up. I help my clients understand that none of this is their fault. None of it. And, you know, and, and that's, I also do a lot of codependency recovery with my clients because and that doesn't mean the same, that doesn't mean it's their fault. It doesn't mean that they signed up for this. It just means there is likely a pattern of, um, you know, behaviors that led them to this point. or that they were molded into by this relationship, right? I don't know which it is. Maybe it's because this is what I now when I talk about all the time, and what I deal with mostly, I don't know how a just regular good old like CDC, uh, certified divorce coach works with people that that don't that don't understand these dynamics. Like, I don't know what I'm not sure what they do. Besides, I mean, helping, like, I guess, I, I guess I don't know a lot of divorces that are not Contentious in some way, and like going through in this
0: realm or in that space. And I yeah. guess it goes back to, right, yeah. like before you had the DV training and, and that, and I think it's, I would liken it to my colleagues out there who are divorce attorneys who are not trauma informed and domestic violence informed Uh that you don't know what you don't know. And unfortunately the system that we have out there does not train professionals in all of these different categories, right? I'm, I'm talking, it's just Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. the training that's received. And so it's almost like you walk through the looking glass, and there's a world That's before right. you're you're trained in domestic violence awareness and understanding. And mm-hmm. then there's the other side of it. You know, That's which is right. one of the reasons I I so very much wanted to talk to this for people. The the hard part for people who listen to this podcast is going to be that there's only one Kate Anthony, and you are a limited human being in what you are physically able to do. And it's hard to find people who have the level of training that you have and experience that you have. Um, yeah, but it's if you are a victim of domestic violence, domestic abuse, it's really important to try and find someone.
2: I I, I agree. And listen, I, you know, I have resources. I have a my podcast, I have an Instagram that I'm, you know, trying to be more active on, I have so I have resources at various price points and I and I really do try to be as accessible as I can be. Working with me privately is not accessible to everybody. I, I do work with women privately yeah. so by all means. But yeah, I mean I try to be accessible at various price points because I don't know that there are a lot of people out there with the level of training and experience um, that I have in this and it's just really, really, really important. It's just so important.
0: It, it is. And that I do want to encourage everyone, you know, kateanthony.com is the website. Go to Kate's website because, as she just mentioned, there's a wealth of information and resources there and different price points where you can get help if that private coaching is out of reach. Um, I know you you yeah. even have at least one podcast episode with Lundy Bancroft, who you mentioned,
2: I do right, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and we
0: both have episodes with Christine Cocciola, you know, who's also invaluable on this topic. So we, I think you've you've also oh, had Amy Polacco on, as have I, and in a variety. I haven't yet. Oh yeah. God, Pitbull Palacco, lover to death, love her to death. Yes, I will. Yeah, <laughs> and another survivor. And I will say, you know, one of the great things about Amy's story, she told it in in the episode last week um, on Divorce and Beyond is that when she went to her divorce attorney and for the first time and was telling her story, the divorce attorney was the one who stopped her and said, you need to go to the local women's domestic violence shelter and seek assistance there. The attorney didn't have it, but the attorney was able to recognize domestic abuse when she saw it and not... That is Good. not true. And Amy had no idea. As many listeners and many of your clients who walk through the door and talk to you, people don't always know that what they're suffering
2: is abuse. That's right. That's right. And on top of that, they don't know. When when you say call your local domestic violence shelter, people immediately think, I don't, I don't want to go into hiding. I don't need to go to a shelter, right? That's not all that they do. Most of it is is resources for you. Yeah. They have advocates on the phone, often 24 hours a day. They have um, legal aid. they have information and resources. They will have attorney referrals in your area, it, you know all sorts of all sorts of things. It's really important that if you are ha- suffering any form of abuse and and listen, I mean <laughs> for recognizing signs of abuse, um there's so much information out there now. But you know, Susan, obviously has dedicated this whole month to doing this. I've dedicated, you know, many, many episodes to helping you understand and recognize the signs. Uh, I've got chapters in my book about it coming out soon you know, hopefully it's becoming more clear. And I do think it's becoming more clear, because I think this is why there's, you know, this quote, the great divorce happening right now. I think women are just saying, I'm no, I'm good. I'm good. Actually, I'm recognizing this for what this is. And I'm not and I'm not doing it anymore. And that's, you know, yeah. the I, I, I say
0: it in almost every episode, but awareness is the beginning of everything. You you can't get out of the cycle if you're not aware of what's happening. And everything that we've described here is us becoming aware as professionals, our clients becoming aware as people who are living in that cycle, the process becoming more informed and aware. I mean... that is why we're having this whole month and and beyond about um, domestic violence awareness and i you know every time we talk about it every time a survivor talks about their story every time we talk about you know the facts of what the training's involved or that it's available you know i hope one more person hears it and knows that they can find a trained coach that if they are a coach or an attorney they can go get the training i mean we all need to be spreading this word. But the Divorce Survival Guide is an amazing resource. There is a reason it's the number one divorce podcast in the world. It is the podcast that you should be listening to in addition to Divorce and Beyond to
2: all my lovely listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. In addition to always, I feel like just as a companion, we should just... I, <laughs> you know, I, I've always felt that our
0: two podcasts are very complementary to each, each other so too. in in yeah, many different absolutely. ways, right? Because, and we come from s- different backgrounds, just, you know, legal and mediation background, d- coaching and background, but we also have some personal experiences that are similar in our backgrounds. And, and I think that's, and, and not to mention... I just love and adore you. So let's be more of a good friends. Yeah, that if you guys haven't figured this out, you're, you're, you're hearing from one of my best friends in the world here. She's, she's everything. And I don't want to leave this episode without talking about the D word for a moment. Um, and by that, we mean the D word, the book, everybody. So if you thought I was going the somewhere book,
2: else, the book, the book,
0: yeah. the book. So Kate, I know this is, this is your first book. Not your last, I suspect. It has been a labor of love and so much hard work. And you I've read it, I've had the pleasure or the the honor of reading it. I want everyone to get this book and share it because it's not just about making the decision about whether should I stay or should I go, which is what you're one of the things you're so well known for. But there's so much wisdom in here for people who are going through divorce, facing divorce, facing those decisions. Facing communication issues in relationships, domestic violence—it—it's it, everything is there. So right now, I know you are—you have some bonuses if people pre-order. So how
2: can they do that? Oh, there's bonus structures. So if you pre-order one copy, I am going to email you immediately. Well, not immediately, but pretty soon. Pretty soon, there—a <laughs> sneak peek at the introduction. To the D word. So you'll get like, um, you know, you'll get to read that before the book comes out. I will also send you my inner guide meditation that I do with all of my clients. And then like a second one where you can revisit so that you don't have to go through the entire process. But it's just like a reconnect uh, meditation that you know, I have clients that do the revisit meditation uh, daily, which is amazing. And then there's a workbook, companion workbook, and then all of the resources. So in the book, I have exercises and everything like that. And so I've broken out the exercises and you and you put them in in a Google Doc folder and everything, so you could actually have those to write for your, you know, for yourself or download and keep them on your computer or whatever like that. If you order two copies, you, you get and your all friends. of that. Yeah, <laughs> you and your friend. Yep get one for yourself, get one for your bestie, Bestie. (laughs) your bestie, who's not happy in their marriage. You get everything that I just said, including access to my 90 minute workshop, tackling codependence and $50 off my online program. Should I stay or should I go? And that's, you know, thousands of women have gone through that program at this point and it's got pretty great reviews. It sure does. Then if you pre-order 10 copies or more, now that's probably more for professionals. Like I would, listen, what would make me the happiest in the world is if a bunch of professionals, whether that was therapists, attorneys, mediators, right? Because a lot of you, the professionals I'm speaking to, have a lot of people come to you before they've made the final decision and they're still trying to figure things out. And if you're not, you know, trained or qualified to help them make this decision, it's, I, I hear from people that they're just like, well, I just kind of like give them the information and send them on their way. Well, why about send them on their way with a book Yeah, that will help them make the decision and they will forever remember you as the person that gave them this book you know, for professionals that order uh, 10 copies or more, or look, if you're not a professional, you order 10 copies. Great. Um, But you get everything that I've said before for the, you know, everything that I said in the one copy plus the two copy, you also get a 60 minute call with me. So you can use that as you see fit, right? It, It could be a private coaching call. It could be a private coaching call that you give away to one of your clients if you're a professional or it can be a Q and A session with your group. However, you want to use that. You get sixty minutes of my time, Um, and then you get two hundred dollars off of my "Should I Stay or Should I Go" program, which I think is like four ninety seven. So it's a pretty good deal. Half price, yeah. And yeah, and you can give that to someone. You know, you can run a special, you can run a comp contest, whatever you want, and give that away if, if you want to. However, you want to use it. But if you order ten copies of the book, you get lots of extra fun things. So so those are the bonuses.
0: And then I was just going to say to my colleagues out there, how many of us have been sitting in our office having that consultation with a client who very clearly has not made the decision, you know, they're, they're, they're fact gathering, they're information gathering, which is very smart, but they are not ready to make that decision yet. And they're conflicted. And one thing I just want to point out, the book is not a predetermined outcome one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Should I stay or should I go? There is no, you should go, right? That is not the outcome that's, you know, you're not giving it to someone who's gonna go, oh sure, it was given to me by a divorce attorney, of course I know how it will end up. The The person will right. make their own decision. It just is going to help them in a way that we do not have the training, nor the expertise, nor the understanding um, to do. Kate is, you know I always call her, the master communicator. This is helping people have that discussion with themselves that they need to have with themselves and perhaps others, uh, including their spouse, Mm -hmm. as they make these decisions. So actually a wonderful thing to give to someone to help them and certainly something they would remember.
2: Thank you. I love that endorsement. That's perfect. Thank you, Susan. All of those bonuses are available on my website. If you go to my website, there's a banner uh, there will be a banner pretty soon if it's not there yet, all about, and a book page, like that'll have all the information that you need. Um, and I don't know the URL off the top of my head right now, but it'll be there and it'll be, believe me, it'll be front and center. <laughs> it will be there. So. The book is coming by the way, the book, the, the
0: book will actually be released at the end of December. So if people are wondering That's with right. the pre-order, when you're going to get it, according to Amazon, cause I have pre-ordered it, um, even though I already have a copy, I ordered more, Cause I want some bonuses yes. um, and I do plan to hand it out. What a, what a lovely Christmas gift for people.
2: Amazing. I think fig- I found the, figured out the URL. It's KateAnthony.com slash D word D word. <laughs> so confusing and complicated, um, but kateanthonycom dword slash D word. And you, there are buttons to claim the bonuses on each of the levels. So it'll take you to uh, a page to do that. Well, thank you Kate, thank you so much for coming on and
0: sharing, you know, your journey to be coming you know I, i'm not a, a divorce in infor- or a domestic violence informed advocate you know i guess that would be what i would hope for all of us and helping me to raise the awareness of the fact that this even exists out there for people for Absolutely. my co you know my co colleagues out there who could use the training and for those out there who need a coach or someone who has this training. I think it's really important that people know. And thank you for all you do to shine a light. You, you know, we, we've centered this month on this, but you really uh, live your life um, helping people who are in these really difficult situations. Um, and, you know, I, I know how much of a strain and struggle that is personally when when you're immersed in this with people. So thank you for all that you do.
2: Uh-oh. Thanks honey. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know that I could do anything else with my life and I am I'm more than happy to do it. Um it's taken some time. I will say for the professionals out there, it has certainly taken me time to find balance because there was a couple of years there where I was drowning. I'm not anymore, but I have my moments. Sure. <laughs> but I'm you know, I'm not anymore. I've found the balance and um it is important to find when you're doing this work It is important to find balance so that you are not just completely consumed by a lot of horrendous stuff. Yeah. And,
0: and I, I can say that as well as a divorce attorney, seeing what I saw for 30 years, there there had to be, it would go, it goes home with you um, until you learn that balance. Right. And you need to find it so that you can be an effective advocate or an effective support for the people that you're helping. So that is another important aspect of all this. But thank you, everyone. Thank you, Kate. Thank you to all my listeners who have tuned in for this month, who have helped spread the word. The Divorce Coalition is going to continue Throughout the year. This is not just a one-month effort. Please send in your questions, your topics. Go to the divorcecoalition.com. We're going to continue to have the resources there. And we do have the web page that has all of the different podcasts from all the different members that are on point um, for you to find everything in one place. So you don't have to go to all our different websites. And don't forget to pre-order your copies of the D word. Kate will be back closer in time to the launch. In fact, I believe she will be here on January 1st to talk about the D word and the release. But until then, pre-order your copy. Thank you, Kate.
2: Thank you so much, Susan.
0: Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.